Well, hello everyone and welcome to Love in Your Life podcast. This is Dola, your host. Today I wanted to address uh, an issue that I've been, uh, really people have been asking me about for clarification purposes in career transition or career search. Um, The six steps that you need to know, need to address when it comes to that kind of consideration, whether it's a transition or a career search because you are launching your initial career search, um, you know, after college or what have you, when you are in that moment, when you are looking forward to making that real leap into something you are going to love doing. So let's talk about the transition portions first because there are people who are uh, losing their jobs or want to leave their jobs. Um, Either way, you're going to be in some sort of transition. And as a a caveat, uh, just to say that looking for a job is a full-time job. So if you're trying to do and conduct your search while you're full-time employed or even part-time employed, it's going to be a little challenging for you. So just so you know that up front, that it's going to take so much more uh, time. So it's going to take a little bit longer for you to land appropriately and, you know, suitably for you, for your own needs. Um, You know, that will be that kind of a challenge. So sometimes when people actually lose their jobs and obtain a severance from their current employer, I say that they've been, you know, given a blessing. Because very often when someone loses their job, it doesn't necessarily uh, mean that they loved their job and wanted to be in that job. And oh, how sad it is, I've lost my job. Very often, most often, I might say, it's a mutually uh, mutually improper uh, fit. From the company's perspective, you didn't fit in that particular job, in that particular culture, in that particular company. And from your perspective, when you really look at it with the hard, cold facts, you were not happy. So like I say, that's most of the time. Um, There are exceptions to everything, obviously, but most of the time, that's the situation. So you need to look at that as a blessing. However, if you haven't um, been let go of a position, then obviously that is a situation that you're going to be facing um, that's a little bit different, you know, that maybe you are looking at a, to launch your career move uh, in the proper direction because you feel uh, that it, it is uh, not well suited to you or you are just beginning your search. So speaking first about the person in transition because they've lost a job, um, First, you need to deal with that uh, loss and and really, truly, you're going through the stages of grief, just like, you know, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross describes in her uh, treatise on on grieving. You will, you know, go through all the grief and shock, I mean, the um, shock and the realization that, you know, this is going to be a big change and the, you know, depression and all that kind of stuff that comes. And, you know, these are not linear um, necessarily. You go back and forth. So if you've lost a job that you've uh, been depending on financially and all that kind of stuff, um, all the circumstances, you know, come into play. um, So you will uh, go back and forth with your grieving process. But 
basically you will be grieving. So you'll have to deal with that loss. And most of the time, the grief has to do with losing the associations that you've made. The longer you're at a particular position and a particular company, the more um, more you feel about this because the people that we work with are the ones that we miss the most. We may never miss the job details, but we will always miss some or all of the people that we worked with because those associations, that's our second family, right? We spend that much time there. Okay, so after you've dealt with that, um, and sometimes that takes various um you know, um, measures to deal with it. And maybe you don't want to engage in a job search until you've dealt with it. And if you've give, been given a severance package, which is another blessing, which means that you have some wiggle room in terms of time there, um, then, you know, you, you'll, you'll start it when you want to start it, when you feel that you're ready for it. Sometimes people take vacations and they say, I need, you know, I need to think, I need to have fun before I engage in the search. But the next thing you're going to want to do when you're ready and able to engage is to do this thing called discover your best fit. And that, again, will require either a professional assessment uh, process or a uh, nothing more than an introspective uh, period of time where you're really looking at who you are, where you fit, which companies are uh, the companies of your target, um, you know, based on some of your analysis or, or, or what you've decided, um, you know, when you look out there in the world of prospective employers, uh, what you've decided uh, might be really fun and suited, well suited to you. So you're going to do a lot of that kind of discovery for yourself. But mostly you're going to know yourself. Your self-awareness is going to be heightened. You're going to pay attention to it. You're going to listen to yourself and your intuition about this. And at the very uh, least, um, if, at, you'll, you'll uh, uh, entertain thoughts uh, to go through a process, a, a, a professional assessment process. Once you engage in that manner and come up with some real tangible uh, ideas about these are the places I think I'm best suited. This is the um, you know type of work I think I'm best suited to do based on my personality and my my needs and you know some of these things that you've looked into. And hopefully you've written all this down because it, to see it in black and white really does help. Believe me, you're going to develop some kind of a plan, and that plan will will state who you need to speak with, uh, who might be most helpful to you. Um, to pursue uh, this this program for yourself, you know which companies, who to speak to about these companies, whose brain to pick about this uh, area, you know of, of professional engagement, employment. Um, all those things need to be put together in some sort of plan. We could call it a marketing plan. You know where do I, where am I best suited to sell my talents? For whom could I serve and, you know, solve problems? Um, why did I select these people? And then the why will be validated by some of your contacts that you're going to be looking to, your networking contacts, which is really, really huge. Um, see, it, it, it just, just gets more and more important that you do the steps because then everything, you know, depends on the step before, how well you do with the step after. So. Um, 
gain validation from these marketing, uh, from these, you know, marketing contacts, from these um, folks that you've decided could be helpful to you. Ask them for referrals to people that you don't know, that they know, that they believe, based on your conversation with them, that might be really important for you to touch base with. Um, you know, all of the those things, they, they mushroom from one person, you, you might get another person, from that person, you might get two people, from those two people, you might get four people, and so on and so forth. So forth. But it takes a while because you're going to be sitting with these people, having coffee with them, maybe talking on the phone, that's fine too. But hopefully you'll be having really meaningful conversations about what they think about your marketing plan. Okay. So, uh, you know, and, and again, you're going to continually revise and refine and redo and revisit and rewrite um, your marketing plan based on the feedback you're getting from these valuable um, marketing contacts. Um, you know, I should say networking contacts, basically. Um, so you keep on doing that until you really feel confident about what you're looking to do and what companies. Now, meanwhile, you need to look at those companies online and research them in terms of what they do, how they do it, who are the people that work for them, what is the culture there, how can you ascertain what type of culture it is, and does it suit you again, because you need to know about the work details, but you also need to know about the culture, right? Because cultural fit is very critical um, in companies and in successful um, matches with corporations and jobs. So you're going to look at those companies, do your due diligence on some of the you know details of the corporation so that when you do sit face-to-face -face with someone, you sound intelligent, knowledgeable, and believe me, that goes a long, long way because that will really demonstrate the level of interest you have in them and their company and their particular job so that when they do have openings, and I you know, would really encourage you to go on the company website to look at some of their openings instead of going on some of the job search engines like Indeed and, and um, uh, some of the others. Just go on their particular website. It's there. It's there. You know, careers at blah, blah, blah. Um, it's there. So, uh, you know, networking, again, in all, by all rights, is still the way to find jobs because, it, it, you know, at one point it was said that 70% of jobs are found through the networking process and the other is through, you know, maybe recruiters, maybe people who call you because they know you're good at something, but also you know, your efforts on job search engines. So all of it needs to be, you know, considered in your job search. But put the weight on where you're going to get the best um, bang for your time, okay? So I, I think that's really the six top steps um, that you need to consider. Uh, there are, you know, there are many steps in there, but I just felt the need to clarify based on what I've been hearing from people um, you know, like, what basically should I be doing? So um, I hope it was helpful for you. We're going to continue with um, uh, a great many interviews. I am setting them up now. Um, I'm hoping that you're finding these uh, these single uh, me speaking um, podcasts very helpful to you. Because, again, it is about living with, getting and keeping love in your life personally and professionally but also living with love in your life, with your job, with your, your, your life, 
uh, in general. We always want to keep that love. What is love? It's positive. It's, you know, brilliant. It's, um, it's happiness. It's success. It's all those things. So until next time, guys, I really thank you for listening. And I, like I say, I hope this was beneficial. Um, and here's to living love with love in your life, personally and professionally, guys. See you next time.